Welcome to Healing House with Dr. Eileen. Dr. Eileen is an international healer, speaker, teacher, and published author of her latest book, Frequencies. Share the next half hour with us as we journey to find balance of body, mind, and spirit in an unbalanced world. We then invite you to call in or log into our chat and share your thoughts and insights. And now your host, Dr. Eileen. Hack of the week. This has been a heck of a time. And um, hi to everyone uh, here on on YouTube, on Blog Talk Radio. And it, this week has just been everything but normal. But that's okay. We make it through. And uh, I just want to hope everyone had a wonderful space eclipse viewing, and I know that there are some people who, you know, traveled in the, into the areas of totality, and there have been some amazing pictures out there, and I know that YouTube has a wonderful, um, you know, thing where they show the whole thing, so in whatever way that you enjoyed it, I hope that you all had a wonderful, very, very, very safe safe viewing because, um, yeah, we know that sometimes, you know, it may seem, what may seem a good idea in the moment uh, suddenly becomes not a good idea. So doing things like, you know, looking at an eclipse and uh, not protecting yourself. And sometimes people are going to do things that, that, set themselves up sort of for a, uh, for a problem. And it's in those relationships where we end up uh, taking care of someone um, that I was thinking about today's episode, which is uh, be part of the solution. And often when we end up with, um, you know, situations where either by choice or just kind of because we end up taking care of people, and which is a thing, and it's a wonderful thing. And what I really want to encourage is that to consider that you can be a part of the solution. It's just tremendously draining to be the whole solution or be the only solution. Um. You know, we take care of each other, and we're taken care of. And it is, uh, you know, I mean, my job is to take care of people. And I am able to do so because it's, it's what I'm trained to do. It's what I choose to do. Hold on. I think we're having, we may be having a YouTube issue, which, of course, would be, you know, pretty much, for today. All right. According to this, the camera is out. Let's try. Okay. Let's try that again. All right. (laughs) It's just so fun being me sometimes. All right. That That should fix up the YouTube. So, yes, at some point I am going to get, like, much better equipment. But until then, we will we do the best we can with what we have. And and really that's what it comes down to. It's we all do the best 
that we can while we can do it. And maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't. And, you know, we talk about, you know, if, if I knew then what I know now, well, if, the only reason you know what you know now is because you didn't know it then. And when I, you know, when I, when I talk to people about the fact that they have, um, you know, they, they really stressed out, they can't, and my hair looks a mess, they can't get, um, you know, they can't get the energy to do things, they are feeling, you know, very drained. And so the first thing I ask is, well, are, are you taking care of somebody? Is there someone that, you know, you are, you know, being a, either a caregiver for? And they, oh, well, yeah, I've got, you know, this person in my life or this family member or this friend or, or there's somebody in your life that is, that is just, you know, really needs you. And it's wonderful that you can support someone in that way. But then they start saying, oh, well, you know, I've, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. It's like, well, can someone else help? No, 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 no. It, it, it has to be me. And I, being a, a, a very, very strong caregiving type of personality, I will tell you that it doesn't have to be you, that there are ways to find help. There's our ways to be able to get other people in the support group. I mean, we're, we're, you know, pack animals. We're creatures of community. And the bigger that community is, the more supported we feel. The bigger the chance, you know, the bigger the opportunity to say, you know what, I, I'm carrying this load. Can you help carry it with me? And when somebody's carrying a big load, yeah, you want to be there for them. You want to help them. You want to take care of them. You want to be able to nurture them in a good way. And sometimes that, that means that you have to put yourself out, that you have to go that extra mile, and that you have to, um, you know, maybe inconvenience yourself a little bit. But the thing is, is it provides a lot of, of satisfaction. It allows you to help someone, you can see the response to that help, and, and it does feel good when, you, you know, there's somebody who needed something, and they look at you and they say, wow, thank you so much, I wouldn't have been able to do this without you. And that, that's a very warm feeling inside. The problem is, as there's light and shadow and everything, the problem is when we have a situation where all the energy is going out. You're not taking enough time to, you know, refuel your tank. And it comes into a place, it almost starts becoming a resentment. Ugh, now I've got to go take care of this person. Or, Ugh, oh, my gosh, you know, I have to go deal with this. And, and that takes it away from that wonderful, and it's so easy to avoid that. And the easiest way to avoid that is, to be able to share the responsibilities, to be able to share the work. And even if it's something as simple as, you know, if you're a full-time caregiver, to have someone come over and just give you a couple of hours of a break a week. And, and that is enough. Maybe if you can get a couple of people, you can get, 
you know, an hour a day to go do shopping or every couple of days. I know what it's like to be a caregiver, and I know what it's like to be on and available 24-7. And I know how important that time is to me because when I was caregiver for my mom and for my sister, um, both of whom have passed, being able to help them, being able to be there, yeah, sometimes I was tired, I got out of it. I was able to have, you know, that time with them to be able to settle things up and, and to, you know, be able to be there for them in that way that I know they would have been there for me. Now, in a situation where somebody's passing, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's important for you to be present, but it is also important, still very important for you to go and, and do what you need to do. And I remember when, um, you know, I was, taking care of my mom, and I, every once in a while, I needed to get away, and the Lord of the Rings, the first Lord of the Rings movie had come on, come out, and so there's this little theater that was still playing it, and it was like $2 or something like that to get in, and so I would, I would have one of my mom's friends come over, and she would stay with her, and, you know, talk to her and keep her comfortable, and I would go and watch the movie. And during that time, I saw Fellowship of the Rings 20 times. And that was my time that I could just have quiet. I mean, I don't know what it is that you would do in order to to be able to step away, but it is so important. If somebody is just really in a very needful state, I won't say needy because, you know, this is not about putting – that person in a bad light because, I mean, they're, they're doing what they need to do and, and, you know, they need help and that should be honored. And it can't be from the same person. It, it just creates this drain. It creates an imbalance of energy between the two of you. Being able to say, you know what, I can come and help you, you know, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, or if, you know, it's someone who calls a lot. You can say, you know what, I can, you know, I can talk to you during this time and we'll schedule a time that we can sit and talk and then I need to go and take care of other things. Because it is about remembering to take care of you. It's about remembering to nurture yourself. It's about being able to keep the energy that you give at a level where you can still feel good about giving it where you don't feel resentful, where you don't feel that, you know, wow, you know, I, I shouldn't be putting out this much because then it goes into that downward spiral of, you know, well, why am I doing all this? and Why isn't somebody else doing more? And, and that creates bad feelings. The idea is if somebody needs you, you can be there for them and you can do so with a good heart and with your own energy, and you, you're able to give that energy and not feel that loss, well, then, yeah, it's, it's a good thing to do. And there are times when you need to step back. There are times when there can be another solution. You don't have to be the only solution. And it can almost get addictive being the only solution. Because then, and, you know, and I've talked to people, it's like, well, 
you know, I, I help out this person and they won't let anybody else hear them. They won't let anybody else help them. Yeah, they would. I mean, they might not like it. Plain, you know what? I, I need to have some rest time. This other person is going to come in and they're going to help you out. And I need to, you know, I'm going to be taking the rest of the afternoon and I'll see you tomorrow. To be able to do that and to be able to do that in just a nice, calm way, and, and they may not like it, they may not be happy about it, and especially with the people who are kind of emotionally needful, they're not going to be, you know, very close. Oh, well, now you don't want to talk to me. Just don't get sucked into it. Say, you know what, I, I don't mind being here for you, and I need to be able to take some time for myself. And I'm happy to be a part of the solution, but I cannot be the only solution. And that it's not a place you want to go because ultimately it always leads to that place of depletion when you are the only solution. It leads to a place of imbalance when you are the only solution because then you feel trapped. Then when things happen, you don't know who you can lean on because you haven't. When you are someone who supports others, consider who is it that supports you. Make sure that you have people who support you while you support someone else. I was very, very lucky to have people who would be there for me, who could look at me and say, you know what, I I will go and, you know, stay with your mom or I will go and take care of this. You go home. I remember once I was in chiropractic college and it was, you know, my mom was sick and I was, I was running around and I was just ragged. And I mean, I must have looked like, you know, I don't know what, you know, when I was coming in, I, I, I was just, my hair was just scraggly because I was so tired. And there was a young woman who was in the class with me and I was older than most of the people in the class. And she looked at me, and I was, I was standing there, and I needed to go in, and it was, it was a lecture. We were getting ready for an exam, and I reached a point I couldn't open the door. It was like my body had just, I was just standing there, and I couldn't open the door. And the young woman came up, and she looked at me, and she said, are you okay? And normally, I would have answered that question, yeah. And, and put on a fake smile and, you know, soldiered on. But in that moment, I just stood there and I could feel my eyes tearing up and I just said no. And I started to cry. And this very nice young woman, I mean, I, I think it sort of made her nervous because I was like always kind of, you know, yeah, you know, a calm influence. And she looked at me and she said, we know you're an amazing person. You don't have to be super mom. And she told me, she said, look, we will, we will do all of your, all your um, things. We will get all the notes that you need to get. And we will make sure that you have all the information that you need. And she said, just go home. Just go home and sleep. 
And in that moment, I was so used to being the one to carry all of it. I was so used to being the one to handle everything. To have someone look at me, and, and especially someone younger than me, just look at me and go, go home and go to sleep. We'll get your notes. No problem. So I went home and I went to sleep. And, you know, I, someone else was able to help, you know, with my mom. And so the rest of that day I slept. And I think that was probably the most important point when I learned that I could be part of the solution, but I couldn't be the only solution. So I started making calls. I started, you know, saying, hey, you know, is there a day a week, you know, because a lot of my mom's friends were retired. I said, is there an afternoon a week that you could come over and, and spend with my mom? Or, you know, can you help out taking her to appointments? And I was amazed at how quickly, and people were saying, we, we were waiting for you to ask. We, you know, we didn't want to interfere. You seemed to, you always said you had everything under control. And I didn't but I didn't want to admit it because I had set up a story in my head as to what that would mean, maybe that I wasn't a good enough daughter. By letting other people come in, by letting other people become part of the solution, I was able to provide and be there for my mom in a way that I couldn't have been. Now, like I said, you know, in the case of somebody, you know, when somebody is going to pass, yeah. You know, it's it's important to be able to know. It's like, okay, I, I need to be there for certain things. And if it's one of those cases where it's just that person who always seems to want to call and, and just unload all of the things that are bothering them, that's a little bit easier to manage because in that case it becomes, well, you know, I really need to take care of something. I will make a point. I, I will arrange a time that I can sit and talk to you, but I can't do it now. And it's a part of setting boundaries. It's a part of claiming yourself, reclaiming who you are and the fact that you also need to be nurtured. You also need to have that time to, to regroup. It's okay. And you don't have to be the whole solution. And if you're someone out there and you realize maybe you've been kind of leaning on somebody a lot, well, first off, it'd be good to give them a call and say thank you. Thank you for being someone who listens to me. And also, maybe you can work out a few problem solvings. If, if you, you're calling somebody because you're not happy with your life, then okay, maybe the discussion is, you know, I need some help figuring out how to make my life happier. You know, it, it, friendships and relationships are so wonderful, and I am so glad that I can be there for as many people as I'm there for. And I'm glad that I'm at a phase in my life where, you know, my kids are grown and they're off doing their own things and I can – I can interact with them. I can I can be there with them, and you know, but they don't. They still need me, but they don't need me in the same way. So I am able to devote myself to 
through my, my, my spiritual work, I'm able to devote myself to being in service. And this is the time in my life when I can. And so I, I'm able to be there for people, and I enjoy talking to them. And, and sometimes, yeah, maybe a few times it's been really late, and, you know, they need somebody to talk to. And I'm happy to be that person. I'm happy to be that connection. And I've learned that I can also be happy to say, you know what, I'm really exhausted. We'll talk for about like, you know, let's talk for just like about 15, 20 minutes, and then I need to get some sleep, and then we'll schedule a time for me to talk with you tomorrow. And sometimes when you do that, when you talk to them the next day, they said, well, you know, after we talked for a little bit, I started thinking, I think I figured it out on my own, but thanks. So allow yourself to set very healthy boundaries, claim your right to some rest, claim your right to be the one who is comforted. You know, if uh, sometimes if, if somebody who's talking to you a lot about themselves, would you even try sometimes? Before they get started and they say, hey, how's it going? Start talking about whatever it is that's bothering you. And I mean, just take up the conversation. And sometimes you may notice that they'll go, oh, uh, well, I got to go. <laughs> so don't worry about it. You're a wonderful, amazing person. And what you give is amazing. And it's okay you can still be amazing and take care of yourself. You can still be amazing and say, you know what, I'll need to talk to you later because I need to get rest. You can still be amazing by taking an afternoon off and going and seeing a movie just so you can have some time to yourself. It's crucial. We can be so much better at being there for others when we first make sure we are there for ourselves. And you can always remember, and you can remind people, and you can say to them, I am happy to be part of the solution. I just cannot be the only solution. You know, you might be surprised at at how receptive people can be when you phrase it that way. So, thank you for joining me. And... Yes, next week we'll be back to Tuesday or to Thursday at 2 Pacific time. And it's just this week, like I said, was crazy. Last night I was in, we had the opening night for my play that I'm in, my dinner with Andrea, and I'm the lead. So it was a lot of dialogue, but I'm very excited to say that I got actually every single line. So uh, I've got two more nights. Tonight, Friday night, and um, tomorrow. Tomorrow will be the last show. And I may need to rest from it afterwards, but that's what I said last time. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for joining me. And you can follow me on Twitter. Just plug in, search for Dr. Eileen. And you can join our Facebook group. And that's the Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And you can join up the group. And you can also um, reach me through, oh, gosh, LinkedIn and Pinterest, and I'm on all of those. 
or you can just comment right here on YouTube. And for those of you who are on Blog Talk Radio, I invite you to watch the YouTube episode of Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen if you'd like to actually see me. And also you can comment in the Blog Talk Radio section. So for those of you on YouTube, uh, please like, share if you like, uh, comment, because I love comments, and subscribe, because it's always fun seeing the community grow. And for those of you who are on Facebook, um, there's like 400 and stuff of, and, or something of you. So welcome, hi, and please, once you finish the YouTube, watching the YouTube videos, please subscribe. So, again, at the end of a very erratic week, but we're still here, and so are you. And together, we can do this. So, until next time, our regular time, I wish you balance. And I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Bye-bye.